thank you for uh, tuning in. And uh, as I have been saying each night, if you can hear me, if you just uh, give a thumbs up or make a comment there that you can hear the sound, I would greatly appreciate it. And uh, I hope that uh, you've had a wonderful day um, with wherever you've been, whether at work or home, and uh, that God has, God has blessed you. Um, tonight we uh, are starting a new week, and um, I have been praying and, and really trying to seek the Lord's face on what we should do here. And um, uh, I'm starting a brand new series on Sunday morning this week, a brand new sermon series on Sunday night this week, and a brand new sermon on Wednesday night this week. And so I've spent a lot of time in uh, preparation. And so as we start this new week, I have been praying as well of, of what the Lord wants for us and and uh, I try not to just sit down here before the camera comes on and just flip my Bible open and put my finger somewhere. I really do try to pray and seek the Lord's face and take these nightly devotions just as serious as I do when I stand before our congregation at church or any time I handle God's Word. I take it very, very serious. And so tonight I want to talk to you and start a series going through the book of Judges. Uh, the book of Judges is in the Old Testament, and uh, it's a unique and wonderful book. It's one of my favorites. Um, and the reason is um, because the nation of Israel has, uh, uh, has come out of Egypt, and they, have, they didn't go into the Promised Land, as you know, and they wandered for 40 years, and a whole generation of people died. And then Joshua leads them into the Promised Land. And so they have the promised land, but they don't yet possess the promised land. There are still pockets of foreign enemy nations in there. And God uses these individuals after Joshua has died to lead the people of God. And so I think it is very important for us as we try to lead ourselves, as we try to lead our families, as we try to lead other people, um, that we need to know what God says. And so tonight, I want to talk to you about the dangers of quitting too early. The dangers of quitting too early. I, I love sports. I don't watch them anymore because they became so political. So I don't watch any professional sports anymore. Um, but you have probably seen a sporting event, whether it's basketball or football or a golf match where somebody was down and then at the last moment that team that was losing comes back to win and you've probably heard someone say something like well the winning team just quit playing or they thought they had it in the bag a few years ago the Super Bowl the Atlanta Falcons were up by an astronomical amount and then came out in the second half and proceeded to give it all away and so they were accused of quitting too early. Sometimes in a track meet, you'll see someone at, uh, running around and they'll be way out ahead and they'll start to coast and then someone will, at the last minute, speed up and pass them. And that happens in our walk with the Lord. Sometimes we quit too early. And so the entire chapter of Judges, chapter 1, is God telling the people of Israel, the land is yours, 
But all these foreign country, these foreign people, they're pagans. They worship false gods. You have to drive them out of the promised land militarily if they won't go. And so God literally says in verse 1 of Judges 1, Now the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall be first to go up for us against the Canaanites to fight against them? They asked God, How are we supposed to win this victory? And in your life, you have to be willing to ask God, Lord, what do I need to do to win in this situation? Whether it's overcoming depression, whether it's overcoming a bad relationship at work, whatever it is, you have to first ask God what His marching orders are for you. I don't have to ask God's marching orders for you. I just have to ask God's marching orders for me. Who does God want me to be? And God tells them you need to go into the land, you need to drive all of these pagans out of the land, and he gives them a warning. He says, if you don't, eventually you will begin to worship the false gods. It's like the New Testament says, and the book of Proverbs says that bad company corrupts. And so listen to what the nation of Israel did, though. And I won't read this all, but in chapter 1, starting in verse 27, it says this, However, Manasseh did not drive out the inhabitants. If you go down uh, in verse 29, Nor did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites. In verse 30, Nor did Zebulun drive out. In verse 31, nor did Asher drive out. In verse 32, so the Asherites dwelt with the Canaanites. In verse 33, nor did Naphtali. You can hear the theme that every single one of the tribes of the children of Israel were said you cannot compromise with the ungodliness of the culture around you. You have to drive them from the land. And each one of these followers, tribes, didn't do it. They quit too early. You see, they thought half of the promised land was better than all of the promised land. And many times in our walk with God, we look that way. Well, I, I've given most of my life to God. I, I've given most of my emotional baggage to God. I've asked for forgiveness for most of my sins. I'm partially committed to reading my Bible sometimes. I'm partially committed to being a Christian husband at home. I'm partially committed to serve God. That's what he shows us here is the danger of quitting too early. The danger of quitting too early. And so... I want you to hear that tonight, that God's not going to call you to militarily uh, drive out your enemies. There, it was a different time, a different world, uh, uh, just a different way of thinking. And God says, these pagans around you will corrupt you, and so you must force them away. But yet they wouldn't do it. And so tonight I want to challenge you. Maybe some of you have, are older in your life and you say, Jake, I've, I've tried to be faithful to church, but, but church people are mean. Hey, I, I get it. 
<laughs> some of the nicest people I've ever met in the, are in the church and some of the least kind people that I've ever met are in the church. But I don't go to church for the people. I go to church for the Lord. Um, sometimes I have to just close my eyes and think of Him. <laughs> but it's just the way it is. Uh, sometimes maybe you're an adult parent and, and your kids haven't turned out the way that you thought they would. Or maybe your marriage has fallen apart and, and you've just given up. And you say, this is the way my life has to be. God says you've quit too early. If you have breath in your lungs, God has given you an opportunity. God's given you an opportunity to make it right with your family. He's given you an opportunity to make it right with Him. He's given you another opportunity to change the situation that you're in. The only danger you have is quitting too early. Quitting too early. One of my favorite movies growing up, and it's not a Christian movie, but it was the Rocky movies. And uh, uh, it wasn't because I thought Sylvester Stallone was a good-looking guy or anything like that, but... Uh, in the Rocky movies, he was the underdog, right? And it didn't take, it didn't matter what kind of beating he took, he just kept on fighting. And uh, and we know that that movie's a little cheesy because he takes a, a beating, but yet still. But anyway, it's that idea that he never quit. And what God says to you tonight is don't quit too early. Don't compromise in those areas of your life because you think a little bit of God's blessing is better than a lot of God's blessing. A little bit of the power of God in your life is better than a lot. No, God wants to bless you. God wants to work in your life. God wants to forgive all of your sin. And so the only one in your relationship with God who has quit is you and is me. And so tonight, take courage Get your marching orders from God, and then don't settle. Uh, I always get this kick out of people, and I always tease about the fact that, you know, my wife married up, and no one has ever agreed with me on that statement yet. Everyone agrees that she settled, and I married up. But what God says is, don't settle for the crumbs of the table when you've been invited to the feast. Don't accept the scraps that are thrown out to the dogs when God says you're the guest of honor. Don't settle for the hand-me-downs when God is wanting you to bless you with what is brand new. And so take courage tonight. Your marching orders might be difficult. It was going to cost the children of Israel something. They had to go into battle. They had to go to war. They were probably going to lose things and lose loved ones. But... God said the blessings will be worth whatever you have to give up to accomplish this purpose. And so tonight, don't give up. Don't quit. Because the only danger you face is not with the foe that you face because God promised to go before you. God promised that you wouldn't fail. The only danger you bring upon yourself is when you quit too early. And so may God richly bless you as we study through the book of Judges, and I pray that God will use it to encourage and strengthen your faith.